As we neared it, Henry Long felt, and I felt too, that there were what I can only call dim presences waiting for us, as well as a far more actual one attending us. Of Paxton's agitation all this time I can give you no adequate picture. He breathed like a hunted beast, and we could not, either of us, look at his face. How he would manage when we got to the very place we had not troubled to think, he had seemed so sure that that would not be difficult. Nor was it. I never saw anything like the dash with which he flung himself at a particular spot in the side of the mound and tore at it, so that in a very few minutes the greater part of his body was out of sight. We stood holding the coat and that bundle of handkerchiefs and looking very fearfully, I must admit, about us. There was nothing to be seen. A line of dark firs behind us made one skyline. More trees and the church tower half a mile off on the right, cottages and a windmill on the horizon on the left, calm sea dead in front, faint barking of a dog at a cottage on a gleaming dyke between us and it, full moon making that path we know across the sea, the eternal whisper of the scotch firs just above us, and of the sea in front. Yet in all this quiet, an acute and acrid consciousness of a restrained hostility very near us, like a dog on a leash that might be let go at any moment.